0: Hi again, everyone. Welcome to another cross-generational episode of Re-Educating Dad. I am Big Tone, the one who is supposedly being re-educated, but in fact, you will find that I also do my fair share of re-educating. And here's my talk show. Stop it. Here's my talk show co-host and daughter, Little Tone. How are you, Little Tone, today? Yeah i'm good thank you oh, i'm glad you're so upbeat i saw that you also were quite impacted by the news today about sean Locke.
1: yeah very sad
0: yeah very nice bloke. man lovely bloke for those who don't know because uh, we have a lot of listeners outside of the uk sean Locke is uh was a well very well thought of um comedian stand-up comedian lovely guy um only 58 died i understand of skin cancer Came very from sad. your hometown, where we used to live, Woking. Um, yeah, really nice guy. And I was very, very sad to see that news. Anyway, yeah,
1: everything,
0: anyway, everything good with you in Hastings? Yes.
1: Very good, thank you. It was my birthday at the weekend. Yes. Um, thank you for sending me that amazing electric car that I asked for.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> um. Now, I got a nice bonsai tree. <laughs> well, you, um, know,
0: you care about the environment. I thought you might want to put some CO2 into the air.
1: What with a bonsai tree? You've never grown a bonsai tree before, have you?
0: No, I haven't actually, but don't they, they put CO2 into the air or take it out? Of they you? are notoriously it hard out to
1: grow, so I have my I work cut out out for
0: me. I, I don't know. Anyway, let's get on with this show. Now, the oh, idea. You just
1: asked me how my weekend was. I know, I was like, but I you. was
0: only being plied.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great birthday, thank you. That's Moving good. on.
0: <laughs> I know you did. You did. Happy birthday. Now, dear listeners, the idea of this cross-generational talk show is that over the course of about 30 minutes or so each episode, we, that's little Tone here and I, we each offer our different perspectives on important topics of our time. And then we sometimes disagree about them. <laughs> Anyway, today we have decided to start by asking this question, because it's topical at the moment with all the results that have been coming in for people with their GCSEs, as they are called nowadays. My day they were called O-levels and A-levels. Little cross-generational trivia for you. Uh, is, Is it a waste of time and money going to university? So... I'm gonna pose that question to you. We, of course, uh, seem to have lost Ben, our my grandson and your nephew. He um, became
1: 18 and suddenly started not caring yeah, about his family he, anymore.
0: That's right, he's 18 and he's turned <laughs> he's turned a big corner. But he got yes. into his university of his choice, he got great results. Um, and uh You know, he's, he's, it's going to be quite hard for him, I think, because, you know, from a financial perspective, um, because it's a lot of money, isn't it? Mm. But anyway, you give me your perspective on this, because I know you have one.
1: Um, Well, I do. I'm not sure I have a a common one. I I think that university um, is worth doing for certain subjects and perhaps not so much for other subjects. Um, You know, I think for the STEM subjects like... uh, science and maths and and stuff like that it's very very important in you know English literature and language uh it's important that uh to do that stuff for certain careers um I went to two universities I went to London Metropolitan on Holloway Road in London which was known for taking on a lot of like expat students no that you don't call them that what do you call them for- foreign students yeah um And um, I wanted to study script writing. So I did a theatre studies degree um, with creative writing on the side, which I absolutely hated um, because the course was really pretentious. Um, And, uh, yeah, realised straight away that it wasn't for me, which I think happens quite a lot of the time when people go to to uni. They realise they're in the wrong uni or doing the wrong course um, and they stop Obviously, that costs a lot of money. And then I and then I went to um, the Academy of Contemporary Music in Guildford and did a, a higher... What do you call it? A high, What was it? I think... Oh, I don't know what you call it. Like, oh, a higher diploma in performance studies. And then I did a degree in contemporary music. Um, and I would say that the degree wasn't necessarily the most important thing, like the qualification. It was more about the networking, uh, meeting other people, getting... Live music experience, um, doing all the extracurricular stuff that was really, really valuable for one wanting to work in music basically um, so yeah, I think it really just depends on your subject and what the what your career choice is i'm not sure it's worth going to uni just because you don't know what to do next, even though the experience of you know living away from home and meeting people is is quite a big part of your development as a young person i guess
0: you can do that without going to university
1: yeah but you don't have the same kind of support system like the access to therapy the access to discounts um discounted living um the social life you know for, for for some young people it's very hard to to meet friends and start you know go you know start new clubs and stuff like that um and so it's it's like it's kind of holding your hand through that process um but obviously with a huge price tag attached to it like i'm probably in like 27 grand debt 27 grand debt from doing a degree
0: which is on the low side i think they tend now to be come out with 60 grand's worth of debt you know plus
1: yeah really that sound doesn't sound right the yeah. course is normally only about 10 grand
0: yeah, so that so that's 30, 10, 10 grand a year, right? Nine no. ten, nine ten grand a year. Yeah, they're about no. like, the fees nowadays are about nine thousand a year.
1: Well, that's balmy because that would be a unions. third. That would be two thirds higher than what I paid.
0: Yeah, but but I, you know I can't speak for your the particular place that you went to. Although I've got a lot of time for that place because I think that, that it's very practical learning. It's sort of. You're you're learning what you're what you're actually going to do in most cases. From what I saw when I had the tour of the place, you know they.
1: Yeah, it was brilliant. I mean, it's, cha- it's changed a lot since, but the person who owned it at the time, it was a great, great school. I had a brilliant time. Yeah. Very vastly different from my actual, you know, normal red brick kind of style, university.
0: Yeah, so so you know, I have a lot of experience of employing university grad graduates. Um and uh, my experience of, of employing them is that they come out with very little idea how to function in the business in the business world. Very little idea, almost none. Um, and I think that you know the purpose of education should be first and foremost, uh, to train people to survive and thrive in the world that they're going to work in. And it doesn't, from what I can see, it isn't fit for purpose at all. Uh, I didn't go to university. I'm very glad I didn't go to university. Um, I think had I gone to university, I would have wasted a great deal of time and money. The money bit is obvious, so it doesn't really need to be talked much about. But the time is, is perhaps a little less obvious. Because you really spend a lot of uh, from what I've seen it doesn't apply to every case because it does it it does depend on the career I mean if you're going to be a lawyer you you don't necessarily have to go to university you certainly need to go to law school uh, or law college uh, but the thing is you're learning what you're actually going to do uh, in most cases um, but most of these degrees are just throwaway degrees. I mean, you know, history of art, and you know, just I mean, unless you're going to be a teacher, unless you're going to be a teacher in that subject, um, sorry about that. that, was my phone. Unless you're going to be a teacher in that subject, um, you know, it, it, it isn't going to be of any, any value to, to you at all. So the I don't co-
1: think that's true. I don't think you, you you can't speak on behalf of other career choices. I mean, I can think of lots of careers that would be handy to have a history of art degree. Such as, well, for instance, it's it's really important for you to understand the pro- like similar with music. It's important to understand the progression of where music comes from, how it started, to understand where we are now. If you're, if you're working in a gallery, it's really important to have a history of art degree. If you work, in th- again, in, in anything theatre-based or anything sort of like cultural Well, go, based, work, for a, re-
0: go work for a gallery uh, and, and learn, for, but you learn, learn but you on the job.
1: The same, you wouldn't get the same, because you, obviously you're only surrounded, but you only have the context of what's around you, which means you'll only learn about what's in the gallery at the time. You won't sit there going through books, learning about... The progression of the, you know, romanticism or you know, abstract art. Well, read, or, I mean, I read,
0: really read, in your spare time. You know, do do, do that but stuff. But also, in your you spare don't time. have a. You don't have a lot of friends. Are huge, university, yeah, but it's, yeah, I mean, this is what I mean. It's all focused on having friends, having jollies, going. You know, people don't go to their lectures. I mean, it's it it, it it's just a. a you know,
1: That's just not true. You're talking about a very small percentage of students. Lots of students go to their lectures. And it's not all focused around alcohol and, get, you know, go, going on your jollies, as you just said. Yeah. Socialising is a huge, huge part of what I do working in the music industry. In fact, I, I have Wait, So you got to go to career. university
0: to learn how to go to a drinks party?
1: But socialising doesn't mean going drinking. Well, and no. you're talking, when I talk yeah, about socialising.
0: Leave the drink but out. You, you know, you don't have, it's, it's, a, it's, it's several years, three years out of your life, two or three years out of your life um When you could be getting on the career ladder and learning a uh, you know a trade, um, but you're but you're you're wrong
1: because the thing is if if again I have can only focus on my own subject because the people that I met when I went to university are now writing scores for huge film productions. You know, some well, of I them say are that yours artist management. I did
0: say that your establishment was is an exception because it's actually teaching people their trade. In, yeah, but in, networking in is important
1: for lots and lots of careers. You network know, I mean, is
0: networking is important. Go and network. And
1: also, I think good, <laughs> good jobs. Good, yeah, but yeah, but it's different. It's much more holistic when you've been to school, when you've been to a, you know, when you've been to school with people, college with people, universities. You build the foundations of lifelong friendships when I'm you're in those you, places.
0: I'm telling you my experience as an employer um, of many, many graduates, and over many, many years and i and, and i wish i had a pound for every time somebody has said to me uh i wish i hadn't you know i didn't learn anything in in university that was was valuable to me i've learned far more working in your business they've said to me yeah and because you
1: they're business degrees aren't they you you choose people with a business degree no, or something no, something no, like that no marketing no, degree what what is no, it what what kind no, of degree
0: we don't go we 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 haven't gone for any particular degree at all it's just a graduate I mean you know uh, it's not we haven't we haven't gone to them because they have a degree in any particular subject yeah but
1: you have you have traditionally gone for students from the university around from where your office used to be because they were a, a particular type of student.
0: Those were part timers mainly. They weren't our full time permanent staff. They were part timers from the at the American College, and actually they were learning. Th- you know, that I have a lot of time for that college because uh, that university because they they do teach solid stuff. But that isn't true of the vast majority of um, degree courses. It's not solid stuff that's going to help people to actually survive and thrive, as I said, in in the real world. That's that's my beef with it. And it's a waste of time, because you, know, you, you lose all that time that you could have invested in actually advancing your career, getting somewhere, you're now starting out afresh after what I would call, you know, two or three years of jollying around.
1: Well, I wasn't jollying around I was touring constantly when I was at ACM. Yeah
0: I'm not so I, I don't think it applies it to was the brilliant. I don't okay, think Okay
1: but it, then to look at look at the stem subjects then your daughter Jackie is a nurse and she she, she had trained to on do, the job
0: she trained on the job though didn't she
1: Yeah but she but you can't just go into a job where you're handling pathogens and stuff no, like that no, and you no, haven't you, done you any work.
0: but she did of go Grafberg. off she, she didn't go off and do a residential course in a university which would have you know taken her out she I mean she did it really the hard way and hats off you to you have her. to
1: do it the hard way you can't be a recreational nurse is not the same and also the the band of nurse Jackie is is because of the the studying and the qualifications that she has and her and where she specialized
0: yeah, but, but she she, worked, from the she ground. worked through her degree and she you know she she was you, have
1: actually, right. yeah. you have to you have to there is a practical element of nursing That's and, the way and it you should know the be doctor being a dentist but but most of courses like that have a practical element there are very few i oh, in fact i can't on. think of any course come that doesn't on. have a practical element they do what course don't. doesn't have a practical element
0: i don't know these sort of history of art or psychology or i mean stuff that is, is just you know
1: you don't even stuff. know what you're talking about it, i do
0: because i'm an employer i'm an employer psychology of, psychology employer as a practical 35...
1: element I'm psychology has a practical element and well, so does an art degree you're creating art when you're doing an art degree that's actually you're actually physically making it that makes it a practical element
0: okay well you're anyway, making that, it up <laughs> that's uh, i think that you know they, they waste a lot of time waste a lot of life they spend a lot of money they get themselves into debt which is very difficult to dig your way out of and it's putting a great big millstone around your neck i don't, I don't think it's a good system. I think it should be changed and we should focus on uh, teaching people to survive and thrive in the real world. So that's the end of part one. <laughs> but thank you for your perspective. So, so
1: we always get dad's conclusion at the end, don't we? Okay, you can. Conc- I, <laughs> I conclude. I conclude. <laughs> I think that uh, university ahead. is valuable, but I think that we should scrap the fees.
0: So uh, you know, the taxpayer should pay? Yes. Well, of course. Right, right. Okay. Well, we won't get into that one. So the second thing I want to discuss is the lawsuit against Prince Andrew. Um, sure, everybody listening knows about it. Uh, but you know, a woman by the name of Virginia Roberts Guthrie—is it pronounced? Um, uh, I don't think that's the correct spelling. I apologize for, for that uh, of her last name. Um, who? Uh, is alleging that Prince Andrew while well, she was forced to have sex with Prince Andrew on several occasions uh, both in uh, the United States and in the UK uh, that she was effectively sex trafficked to him by Jeffrey Epstein Epstein um, and um, uh, you know it's a very powerfully written complaint as they call it in the United States in a lawsuit it's a civil suit people keep talking in the news about him being found guilty that's not I don't think that's the way it works I think it's a claim for damages it's a money claim Uh, and if she wins she she will very likely be awarded very many millions of US dollars Um, so do you have any thoughts on this little tone?
1: Well I mean I've not read up on it but you know I, there's a lot of um bad juju hanging around both Epstein and Prince Andrew so I mean I'm sure it's true
0: well we must I'm stress sure that he he strenuously denies all allegations against him um but you know it has a bit of a smell about it you know he he denies ever being introduced or meeting Virginia. And yet there is a photograph of him with his, you know, essentially hugging her with his arm around her waist, her bare waist, uh, when I think she was, I don't know, around 17 years old, something like that. Um, It's, uh, he's, you know, I think at one time in, in the interview with Newsnight, he sort of suggested that it was a doctored photo uh, but I think that his side has kind of backed away from that now. I don't know what their latest position is on it, but you know, it's, there's some, there are some troubling um, allegations in there for him to deal with. But the interesting part of it is that it's a U.S. lawsuit and he is not in the United States. Um, it's an area that I have some experience of uh, there's a lot of writing going on in in the media um, and talking in the media about the fact that um, uh, he might be compelled to give evidence. Um, I I believe that he could just simply not participate in the lawsuit, um, not not, just simply not respond to it. uh, And, if, Of course, it's true that he, that a default judgment could be obtained against him, uh, which simply means that if you don't respond, if you don't put a defense in, um, you, the, the, the court can be asked to issue judgment, a default judgment. Um, but the problem with that is, from the plaintiff's point of view, is that they would only be able to exercise, as I understand it, um, enforce that judgment against his assets if those assets are located in the United States. For all I know, he might have assets in the United States, but he might not. He, you know, he probably hasn't, and he they won't be able to get a UK court, I don't think, to enforce a judgment against UK assets where it is a default judgment. So that's what that's what I think the position is. So I wouldn't be at all surprised. If he simply, if his lawyers simply didn't respond, and that certainly seems to be the way so far, they've. It is very early days, of course, because I don't think he's actually even been personally served with the lawsuit yet, which has to be done, as I understand it, personally. But it's not a good look, is it? For the no, Royal I'm not Family. sure we should.
1: I'm not sure that we should be advertising how we can get out of it. <laughs>
0: Well, it's it's all there. I mean, it's, there are no secrets in that. Um, you know, it, it's it, he, he'll he'll have the best lawyers, I should think, in the world working for him. Yeah,
1: I mean, I I, I am always inclined to believe the victim, um, and that photo absolutely does not look doctored to me. If someone who works with creating images every day it doesn't look doctored to me at all.
0: I don't think it lo- um, looks doctored. To, I think you're right. I don't think it looks doctored to anyone, really. Um, and, you know, his car crash interview with whatever the woman's name is on Newsnight, um, Emily Maitlis, that's right, his his car crash interview was just a disaster. And the other thing he said is, you know, how could I, how could he, because she, she said he was sweating disgustingly at one point when he was with her. Now, that can't have been me because I was in the war and I didn't. I don't. I have a condition which means I don't sweat. I mean, that was just about. That sounds
1: like absolute, like clutching at straws. And
0: it's been ridiculed. I mean, let's face it. Um, and I know, you know, clearly from what we're hearing, the royal family, um, other than him, are, you know, pr- pretty disgusted with him. I think um, that's what the buzz is, anyway. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. But um, you know, I, I don't think he's going to be able to feature at all in any royal duties ever again um but uh, it certainly will be interesting right the third thing we want to discuss um i'm just wanting to just keep an eye on the time that we have left yeah the third thing that we want to discuss is the absolute tragedy of the plymouth shooting um, by that you know awful person who just went out and gunned down his mother, um, various other people, I think about a 66-year-old woman, you know, just randomly in the street. And, um, you know, really upsettingly, a a father and his little daughter walking on the street, you know, absolutely just terrible. I mean, three-year-old little girl, um, you know, they were trying to run away, as I understand it. and She was pushing a little buggy, this little girl, and she could just gun down. I believe he went over to them when they were lying down. After he would shot them, and he just finished them off. So, just absolutely appalling. You know, it's the sort of thing that you hear about in the United States, isn't it? But you don't expect I hope, to hear about in Plymouth. In Plymouth, I, I can... mean, just awful. It's just sh- sh- you know, it's just shaken the community there. But I started reading. too as well. I know, Sorry. and I, I I started not at all. I I started reading about this incel movement. Had you ever heard of
1: that before? Yeah, that rings a bell. I can't I can't remember what it is. So you have to put so, me in.
0: So it's a group of men, mainly sort of young men, I think, um, who the incel stands for involuntarily celibate, and they have involuntarily. developed. Yeah. So they have developed, so in other words, you know, putting it at its most crude, they can't get a girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> and so, and therefore they can't have sex. Okay. Um, and they blame women for rejecting them. And so what they do is when they go out and, you know, well, I think there's one particular one who's been regarded as their hero in the United States, I forget his name, who some years ago... You know did a video rather like this guy did you know saying that you know women he can't get women and and they just reject him and he doesn't know why they're not attracted to him and uh so now he's going to go out and you know just wreak revenge get get his revenge on womanhood by shooting you know just by killing randomly killing women um so this is what the incel movement is all about. And apparently it is a not insignificant movement. You know, there have been journalists who have been going undercover, getting it onto their horrible, horrible little forums and, uh, you know, pretending to be similarly inclined and, you know, they report the sort of stuff these guys talk about and it, they all sort of speak with the similar voice um, and just come out with this filth, you know. And I, I was just shocked, really. I just never knew that there was that kind of, you know, extreme misogyny uh, going on. Um, but yeah, I, I wondered, what, what, you know, what, whether you'd ever come across it or you knew anyone who'd come across it.
1: So they're basically just a bunch of virgins like abhorrent virgins, yeah, that's is that right. what you're saying? So it's not like they have any kind of defect at birth. It's because they're abhorrent people that women don't want to go anywhere near them.
0: I suppose. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, I've, I've never met anyone who, anybody that, well, not knowingly, ever met anyone like that. You know, I've never heard anyone express views like that. I was absolutely shocked. I mean, it was all over the newspapers over the weekend about this incel movement.
1: Well, it's just this thing, again, it's this sense of entitlement that they think that they're owed something, Hmm. when they're not you know you're i'm owed sex or i'm owed a partner and it's like no you want you have to do the work to be a nice person before women are going to be interested in you or if anyone's going to be interested in you there's a reason why no one slept with you and it's probably because you're not a very nice person maybe it's because when someone says no you go out and shoot a load of people it says just here before he went out on the deadly rampage he'd just been turned turned down by a 16 year old girl who he was begging online to have sex with him I mean, you never know with these articles because they definitely, you know, put salt in the wound or whatever. They use like clickbaity sentences and stuff. But he had a conversation with a 16 year old girl. She said no. And he thought, well, I'm going to show you I'm going to go kill a bunch of people. And that's why you're a virgin.
0: Yeah, I agree. He I mean he wasn't somebody I mean he did you know he his video that he did. I mean he, I didn't watch it, but I saw his you know sort of picture and i got the gist of what he had said in it from the article. And he just looked like a complete you know misfit kind of a guy or sounded sounded like I should say rather than look like. I mean he didn't look particularly appealing either but but um the, I mean, it's
1: got no, the thing is it's got nothing to do with looks. I, don't, I genuinely no. don't think there's anything wrong with the way that he looks. It's no. all in his head. That's where the bad bit is. You yeah. know, the fact that someone uh, hates women so much that when they turn him down, he, he he turns that into a sort of hatred and goes out and kills a load of people.
0: No, but it's a good it's point. Just, yeah. It's good. But but what's worrying about it is that there are you know, not an insignificant number of people like men like that.
1: And there's a big group of them that are linked with the US alt right movement, which yeah. doesn't surprise because again, it's a sense of entitlement, of white privilege, of of misogyny. You know, this is such an old. Wound I, don't think, I don't
0: think there are any race racial elements to it. Um, well, it
1: says here it says it's linked with alt right the alt right movement in America.
0: So, what does alt right mean?
1: It means far right, sort of like kind of. Um,
0: what sort of Nazi type?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think of a less hard, harsh way of saying it. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, he this guy is he was sort of complaining about more than just the sex side of his life. He was he was complaining about, I think, you know, he wasn't getting anywhere in his career and it was never going to get any better. So it couldn't see anything other than bleakness. I mean, he didn't
1: was very self-involved to me
0: alt all right or I I don't I mean I have heard the expression all right many times but I've never really understood what it meant um uh, I obviously know what far right means but I you know normally a far right person would be sort of a bit elitist wouldn't they in their views and they're superior and other people are inferior that doesn't seem yeah. to come across at all with the incel movement i mean they just look like pathetic people who just haven't been able to
1: no but they are superior they are there is a superiority superiority complex there because they're basically saying how dare women not like me and the 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 reason they're saying that is because they're saying i want to have sex with you and you're saying no you're telling me i'm not good enough so i'm going to turn that no into hatred towards uh, you know towards the other gender yeah they are it's you know the, the this movement is listed as a um hate for women yeah, group of people.
0: That's certainly the case. Well, that's certainly. But and also, fa- they said about. Go on. No, you go.
1: I was just going to say the the like black pill mentality, which is. Um,
0: that's something to do with the Matrix movie, isn't it? The red pill and black pill.
1: No, no, no it's not red and black. It's that that's red and um, blue, but it's like a bleak, defeatist, and nihilistic worldview, um, yeah. and it says with expressions of violent misogyny. That's common, so I'm right. It is misogyny. Is that it's that?
0: When I said I said misogyny thing. myself, but I am I, I, not aware of the the white privilege. I don't really recognise when you say white privilege what that has got to do with this because I don't because
1: it's well it's, it's part of the generation of people that are complaining about uh, people coming in from other countries and taking our jobs. You know, this is my this is my country. I deserve to have a job. I deserve to have a career. I deserve to have a have a girlfriend. But everyone's saying no to me. It's nothing to do with me and my lack of abilities or my lack of a nice personality. You know, it's the fact that you know no one's giving me a chance. That's a superiority thing. That you think you're owed something. No one in this world is owed anything. We have to earn it. Unfortunately, th- you know, things do some you know do get passed to people, um, but generally like if you work hard and you're a nice person you you will have all the things that you want you'll end yeah, up with a job I, as well I, and you'll end up with a partner that loves you
0: i, I agree with that I, I just don't i don't recognize uh, right wingness in in anything to do with the incel movement and and, in, it's, it's, and the word that says, you use entitlement um i would i would identify with more of a left-wing view where you're owed or living by the state and then the state has to. no pop.
1: you're making it political now you and it's not political Because, for starters... You said white
0: privilege, and that's political. I'm not finished.
1: I'm not finished. In the the article, it says the incel movement is very closely linked with US alt-right. That wasn't my opinion. That was a fact from the article. That's
0: not a fact from the article, that's an opinion from the article.
1: No, it's a scientific fact because they're saying that the majority of people that are part of this incel movement are also part of the alt-right movement. It's not an opinion thing. It's to do with just a certain number of people also being to a certain, you know, certain number of people in another group of things. Okay. But this, the these, these self-entitlement is not a, it's not a left-wing thing. It's a younger generational thing where there's been too much money, where you think, if anything, it's probably fucking bang in the middle. Bleep, sorry. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, people that have been brought up with privilege think that they're owed something without working for it. You know, you're 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 talking about a very small minority when you're saying people think they're owed something that aren't willing to work that are part of. Oh, anyway, I'm not sorry. I'm not going to get into the political thing. I'm okay. just saying that there is a big portion of young people in young white people in this country that are so self-entitled that, that they think that they deserve stuff without working hard for it.
0: Okay I just uh, I do take uh, exception to the white privilege label because I don't think it has anything to do with this that's all, all that's all I was saying nothing more than that but
1: that but, but I've told you what that is it's to do with immigration it's to do with the fact that people you know people see polish people coming in and they go oh, well they're willing to work they're they're willing to work much for much less money and much harder happily because it's a better way of life over here and an english person will be like well you know, you're giving all of our jobs to the Polish people. It's like, of course they are, because they're willing to actually do the work, and you just want to you just want to be handed the job without doing the work well.
0: Well, I, you're pushing on an open door with me on on that. I'm I'm very much in favour of of, um, of immigration. You know, immigrants who come here to work and contribute to our society. But that's And I, and I agree that they're self
1: entitled privilege. What is? just thinking that you that the the world you know is that just thinking that things will just land in your lap because you live in a country where you have freedom of movement you have the right to say anything you please you think that you're just going to get handed a job without working for it that's a privilege that's coming from a sense of self-privilege
0: Yeah, so it's the white privilege bit that I, i that i take exception to but anyway um i i hear what you say uh that's the end of our time So uh, thank you very much for your help in discussing those um, three uh, very topical issues. I feel very, very sad about that um, massacre in Plymouth. That's just awful. Um, Heart goes out to anyone involved with that. Uh, But um, yeah, thanks very much indeed. And uh, to our listeners, we'd love to hear your Uh, views on the three topics that we discussed today. I'm sure you've got some very interesting ideas, as as you always do have. And uh, do check us out on our Facebook page and do look at our uh, videos if you like uh, watching us record these things so you can see a little tone uh, snarling at me. (laughs) Anyway, love you lots, darling. And uh, from me, it's goodbye
1: goodbye from me
0: and we will see you next week when we have some more interesting topics to talk about bye for now